are listening to the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. We are in week 10 of Anigail Line's latest novel, The Light Years, involving a mobile Alliance Surgical Hospital battling an epidemic at the front lines of the Freedom Alliance Crimson Fleet War. This is episode 10 The Trip. If you have not subscribed, do so now, and if you are on YouTube, hit the bell to be notified of new episodes. And that brings us back to Project Sierra Lima Tango because as a part of it, a team was assigned to Kilo 8 to observe. Their observation station was hidden in one of the mountains until there was a magnetic storm that caused some of the residents to see flashes of the observation station. Like when you are at home during a thunderstorm and the power is out and you see flashes of the room when lightning strikes, Jessa wondered, looking at me. Exactly. At that point, the Quavetejdans investigated and attacked the observation station. That is when my team and I were brought in to do our own investigation and tend to the wounded. Unfortunately, that is the mission that got me captured. Jake questioned, wrinkling his brow. Does that mean your children are half Quavetejdan? I shook my head. Charlie and Spencer's father was adopted. He was pure earthoid. His biological parents were killed in a spacecraft accident. I've wondered if that is why his adopted parents were not as broken up when Josh died. I put my hand up. However, just for your knowledge, Quavetejdans are transformers. Transformers, Tony questioned, then rubbed the muscles in his neck. Transformers, in that they are able to change form. I have only seen them change from their natural appearance to humanoid, but it is possible for them to have more forms. Nate posed, so, how do you know that Josh was not Quavetejdan? A DNA test and there are certain instances that a Quavetejdan cannot transform or stay in a transformed state. One is when they are sleeping and the other is in more intimate settings. Everyone was silent for a moment. I understand we are saving everyone inflicted by this disease, but I find it hard to care about a race of people who tortured me in such horrific ways. I will, of course, but I find it difficult. Zebi spoke up, of course, you do but you are not going to want to make that trip to Kilo 8 anytime soon. There is a bounty on your head of $1 trillion to bring you back there, so they can kill you. Where did you hear this from? One of our team members on Kilo 8. He said he overheard it at an island committee meeting as he is posing as one of their guards. Okay, Jake stated, looking over at me, so going to Kilo 8 is out of the question. I shook my head and said with grave deliberation, no, we are still going. But you heard Zebi, I did and that is all the more reason to go. I will go undercover with my tracking device on. If you are coming with me, you are going to want to go in disguise as well because I am suspecting they know who you are too. I don't see how, Zebi interjected, I would listen to Danny. She is right, there have been mutterings about putting a bounty on your head too if you back her. And from what I have seen, you are going to back her. If I am going to back her? I am her partner on this one. Nate put his hand up to stop Jake. Man, back up and start that sentence again. Jake appeared confused, searching Nate's eyes, before he nodded. Of course, I back her. She is not only my partner but the love of my life. Nate put up his thumb. I rolled my eyes and insisted, I will go alone undercover to Kilo 8. I know these people, I understand these people, and frankly, putting up with, gesturing to Jake. This, walking on eggshells thing is not helping our case. No, persisted Jake. I understand what you are saying, but I also know that you have been captured on this planet before. 
I know that these people are out for blood, and I know you need. I shot him a warning look. Come, don't come. I am leaving at five o'clock tomorrow. I will be back in a few days because I do not want to give Shaw the idea that I am leaving him in charge of the light years permanently. That man already thinks that the chief surgeon position should have been his. I don't see how as in he was never on my radar when I was selecting the chief surgeon. Yeah, that's not happening. He is too arrogant for me, Jake responded. That is my position, Dot and I am determined to show everyone why I was the best choice. Once we wrapped up the conversation, I turned to Graham and decided, I am going to have one of the doctors do face masking on both Jake and me, but can I ask you a favor while you are here? Graham nodded, then he agreed, I will watch the children. I nodded, Zariah will help you, she is very responsible, but I think she is too young to watch the whole lot on her own. What are you going to do about Peter? I am going to get to know him. If he is my brother, my flesh and blood, I owe him that. It is not his fault that our parents are. I tilted my head to the side and pressed. Permission to bring a psychiatrist, no, a neuroscientist in on this case. Reason? Our parents did an abrupt change. Now I want to know whether that is due to their conditions, something they are being given or is this just the way they are. I need to know if I am going to have that abrupt change as well. He nodded and agreed. Okay, but you are going to want Brianna, your sister. She is a neuroscientist who I am sure has skin in the game. I don't know, you are already involved with your parents and brother. You might as well take on the whole family. Hey, Graham, Jake interrupted. Can you have our people try to figure out who pieced together a recording that was sent to Danny? Graham turned to Jake. Is it a part of this case? Jake sputtered. No, um, I don't know it could be. I was captured for ten years, so maybe. He is referring to that personal recording I gave you after he was captured, I interpreted, tilting my head to the side. The one that ended up on the back burner because it is technically not part of a case. Graham nodded and returned, the one that we suspect is his mother. I put up my hand and said, let's not go there. That was a long battle that I do not care to relive, and that was before the captivity. I will say things that I will regret. I pushed back my chair and stood. I am going to my office now. I have to put things in place since I am going to be gone for a few days. I caught Graham's eye and added, I will contact Brianna. As him and Jake started to chat, I slipped through the sea of people to the nearest travel tram. The next morning, I slipped behind the helm of a spacecraft and went through my pre-flight checklist, waiting on Jake to join me. I went through it at least four times, wondering where Jake was. Did he get caught up in a meeting? At 0500? Incoming wounded? No, I would have heard the alarm. Overslept? Jake never overslept. He had three alarms set to make sure he woke on time. Where was he? Just when I was about to call him over my comlet, he brought a tray of food and orange juice into the cockpit. I thought you might be hungry. I brought those breakfast sandwiches you like and some orange juice. They are in spill-proof containers. That was nice of you, but you know I like to leave on time. It is 0445 hours. We have time to eat, and knowing you, you have already been through your pre-flight checklist, and with that medication you are on, I know that you are prone to hypoglycemic episodes. I want to make sure you are eating. I rolled my eyes and grabbed a sandwich. I put it to my mouth and bit into it. I am fine, and it tends to happen when the machine is out of the medications and does not refill for some reason. 
He nibbled on his own sandwich before returning. It doesn't matter. I want to make sure you are eating. You tend to forget everything when you are hyper-focused on something. I am only focused on our mission, to find out if this disease originated on Kilo 8. I am not looking for trouble. I ate some more of my sandwich. Just answers, however, I am guaranteeing that these people are not playing. If they capture us, pause to sip my orange juice, I will be back in captivity again. I would have never married Josh if I didn't have to, if my options had not been exhausted. They would have killed me, and without you, Zariah would have been raised by your parents. I understand you turned out alright, but I have to wonder how much of that was your father's doing rather than hers. He touched my hand and assured, we are in this together. We are going to come back to the kids safely because, I, for one, am not being captured again. I just got back. I saw myself strapped to a bed with someone coming at me with a syringe. I tried to speak, I tried to scream, but the words did not come out. I tried to kick and thrash around, but I could not move. Danny, are you okay? I barely heard Jake say. He shook my arm until I looked over at him. Are you okay? You were off in your own world for a few minutes there. I shook my head and muttered, I am fine. I finished my sandwich, then downed my orange juice. Let's go. My sister Brianna, who I don't even know, is going to meet us on Kilo 8. I think I liked it better when I had no family but my kids. Family is too complicated. Even your nephews? They don't know anything about our family, and frankly, either do I I feel forced into meeting these people. I get that my siblings had nothing to do with why I was in foster care, but I was in foster care. I know if sounds crazy, but I feel like if I get to know them, I am denying what I went through. I turned around and activated the helm. I can see why you might think that. I glanced at him, then went through the startup routine. I opened the hatch in Hangar Bay Alpha and glided the craft through the open door into space. I marveled at how vast and how dark space felt. It is going to be a few hours before we get there if you want to lay down or do something else. I will stay here. When we get back, why don't we have dinner alone in the food court? Zariah can. Why are you pushing this? If we are going to end up together anyway, why are you pushing me so hard to commit now? Wait, if we are going to end up together anyway? That means you believe as I do that we are meant to be, and what if something happens? We have already been separated for 10 years. This is not an easy business, being in the Freedom Alliance or the IIB. We are doctors at the front line of a war. I, of all people, get that. But does that mean I need to jump into a relationship because I am afraid? We don't know each other. We know each other better than most married couples. Do we? Because we both know the pre-captive version of each other. You have no idea what goes on in my life, in my quiet moments. You have no idea if I have been in relationships before and after Josh. You have no idea how severely messed up I am in my thinking and maybe my body. It does not matter. I will work with you, no matter what happens. For the next few hours, we talked about everything from the kids to our former relationship and our goals and dreams before I landed the craft in a wooded area. I took a deep breath and turned off the identity device, which made the craft appear invisible. I opened the hatch and moved toward the exit, peering around to make sure no one witnessed our arrival. I stepped out of the craft and waited for Jake to join me. I whispered, we need local names. I am Q Hornady, and you can be Kjak bro. I am Q Hornady of the Spiron tribe. 
You will be Kajakbro of the Jardian tribe. He gave me a dismissive wave. I've been here before. You are going to want to trust me. The first place we are going is to the library. It is an hour walk from here and is underground. I started walking toward the east, glancing back to make sure Jake was behind me. Pointed to the mountains in the distance. That is the mountain our hidden facilities is in. After we go to the library and speak to a few of my contacts, then we are going to follow their leads. They are good contacts. Brianna is going to meet us at the cafe in Old Town at 1500 hours. The food on this planet is a bit explosive, but that is why I packed the nausea medication and rations. They do have this dessert called a Niospy that is their version of a pumpkin pie cheesecake that is fabulous. I used to survive on it and these pita sandwiches, everything else made me sick to my stomach. What about this place is making you so nervous? You only do this much talking when you are nervous. I am here. You are in disguise. There is nothing to be nervous about. I was held captive here. I was in disguise when I was captured. We found you here too. You spent 10 years here. From what I understand from Graham, you were on the south side held in one of the mountain compounds, which is why you probably do not recognize this part of the planet. I was held on this planet too? How long have you known? Um, since I was captive. I saw you here. I had them scour the planet, trying to locate you, but it was hard to find you because you were in one of the mountains. When you came on board the light years and didn't seem to remember the conversation we had, where you begged me not to marry Josh, I just let it go because I figured they drugged you so much that it erased that memory. I knew I felt you here. That is probably around the time I started to dream of you in vivid color. You are right. I don't remember it. I wish I did. We were held on the same planet. I wonder if that is significant. I don't know, but I know you thought if we banded together we could get out on our own. I knew that was not possible. If you would like to learn more about Anigail or to purchase her fiction and nonfiction books, go to AnigailLines.com. That is A-N-N-A-G-A-I-L-L-Y-N-E-S.com. Right now you can buy three ebooks and get the fourth one free. There you can sign up for the newsletter to keep up to date on what is happening in the world of the Anigail Lines podcast, where she inspires people to take control of their lives, and her science fiction podcast, the Space Tastic Mysteries podcast. To follow her on social media, it is Anigail Lines on Twitter, Lady Anigail on TikTok, Anigail Lines artist on Instagram. At the Anigail Lines podcast on YouTube, you can join the Facebook page at Author Anigail. Thank you for listening and thank you for being you.